Hey, sports fans. Greg Medford here. My view on the world. It's my take on things. You know, I'm down here in Arizona making knives. And people ask me all the time, Hey, Greg, you're in Arizona. What's going on, man? Tell us what's going on with the recount. Like I'm plugged in to all the people down there at the fairgrounds. I guess I wanted to chat a little bit with you guys about this. And uh, I just had one of my good friends from Michigan hit me up. Hey, what do you think about what's going on? And I said, well, I'll tell you what. I, uh, I'm hearing some rumors from folks here in Arizona that are in the political scene. Um, I think a lot of us know something rotten. There's something rotten in Denmark. To quote Shakespeare, I think that um, I think that the numbers are astoundingly skewed. I don't think it. It's being reported. Um, I think that we are in the midst, and this is not, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. We are in the middle of the biggest, dirtiest, politically corrupt cover-up in human history. I think the United States government is the most corrupt organization on earth. I think the corruption is bigger than the government. It's bigger. They're in on it at every level. It is bought and paid for. Some by Americans and mostly not. How do we send elected representatives to Washington who so consistently fail at every level to accomplish anything that makes any sense whatsoever until we send a populist orange bad man who starts some good in the right direction and the establishment goes apoplectic. How else can you explain it? How can you explain an elite class, a ruling class, that has squandered the wealth of the greatest generation post-World War II? They've squandered the boomer wealth. They've squandered our children, part of my generation and younger than me. Our blood and our treasure, they've squandered it. How do you explain it? How is there not culpability? You know, the Spartans threw out the thumb or the down thumb, right? And you know what happened. And so the story is that migrating Californians are changing the face of the Democratic Party as they fan out to other states. Uh, migrating California families and voters are changing the face and demographics of traditionally conservative or centrist states, turning them left. They're lying. Liberal, Cal liptard Californians are not leaving California. They think the rest of the country's stupid. Centrists and conservatives are leaving California. Now, when a conservative from California shows up in Arizona, we like to pistol whip them and bitch slap them a little bit, get them to come to their senses. Say, hey, listen, just so you know, have you bought a gun yet? I mean, I ask people this in traffic all the time. I roll the window down of my smiley face. They, 
Hey, I wave my hand. They roll their window down. Hey, I see you're from California. And they're like, yes. And you could just see they're like, oh, shit, here we go. Because I look like a hillbilly in my Raptor with a big Marine Corps thing on the back, you know. <laughs> and I say, did you buy a gun yet? And they just kind of look at me. I get, if you haven't bought a gun yet, go the fuck back to California. It's the only reason to come here. It's hotter than shit. Fucking Birkenstock wearing hippies. <laughs> anyway, there's a big myth being perpetrated on us all. And that way it provides some camouflage for what you're up to. So if you can say that Californians, who most people think are batshit crazy, are on a uh, so substantively large part they are batshit, cra batshit crazy. Even conservatives in California are so liberal it shocks me. They're so you they're so afraid to be conservative they're equivocating conservatives, which is Rhinoville. So if you are stealing elections and you have your thumb on the scale and you're corrupt, it provides camouflage for your narrative that Arizona's turning purple. Impossible. Guys, I live here. I'm actively involved in politics here. I've been to precinct meetings numerous times. I was asked at one point, I ran for being a uh, one of the state electors. Um... I will tell you, uh, there are some con some liberals here, some Biden supporters, but not many. And I know a lot of folks, and, uh, you know, maybe it's just like birds of a feather stick together, I suppose, and maybe there's a bunch of lefties hiding out here. I don't know. Uh, but the two Democrat senators, I don't believe that anymore, and I believe the Trump election. Not for a goddamn minute. Now, we're supposed to have the report filed and publicized the third week of August on the Arizona audit that went down. And frankly, it should give everybody, it should concern everyone. And I want to explain why. I want to explain kind of what's happened down here. We all sense something funny happened especially how it all happened in the middle of the night and it happened um it happened in a in a statistically it happened and numerically it happened in a way that is possible because it happened but suspect and highly probable highly improbable um it is almost impossible to have numbers coming back for 24 hours or 23 hours that show somebody in lead that's got sampling of all of these different types of votes coming back so far ahead and then lose by just a little amount in the middle of the night at the 12th hour. Now, I just told it, I related to you really simply, but when you look at the statistical analysis of how votes happen and the patterns of how votes happen, 
The United States has a long and storied background of monitoring elections around the world. We like to independently and as, and as a country, we monitor how good and how accurate and how clean elections are. It helps us pick our friends. It helps us see how healthy democracies are floating around the, the world and so forth. And we've done this through the CIA. We've done this through ex-military intelligence people and the NSA. Um, we've done it as just part of election observation that goes on. Uh, you know, we have elect uh, election observers that represent us really all over the world and all the time. You don't hear much about it, but you can find out what's happening in Venezuela years before it does if you monitor anomalies in the election. Because this big, these big sets of data tell us stuff before we see it. It's almost like seeing, uh, looking across a field of grass and seeing wind coming to you before it gets to you. You see all of these indicators. So there's been deep analysis done, and the analysis is the kind of analysis what picked it up. It was run through some of the analysis that our very own um, government representatives use to find fraud in foreign elections. So we have clear indicators of fraud in our election. And then what happened is the losing side, because the winner never objects. It's always the losing side. So to say it's sour grapes is disingenuous. Anytime the game has been cheated of any variety, any game, the winner never complains about it being cheated. It's the one who gets swindled, the one who gets shafted, the one who loses that, that is concerned. The winner just go, oh, nothing to see here, moving right along. And that's what's happened right now. So we have this outside observation that statistically says something went wrong. We have this gut feeling here in Arizona, and I talked to so many people, and, I, you know, we didn't have these gut feelings when Bush won, lost. We didn't have these feelings when other presidents won or lost. We just kind of shrug and move on. I mean, it was literally my entire life, it's kind of been like, okay, well, that's the end of the Reagan era, and now we're on to this one, and okay, well, the Bushes are out, and now the Bushes are in, now the Bushes are out again. Uh, Clinton, Clinton's out. Now maybe we'll get another Clinton in. And you just shrug about it. I think most of you are the same way. I think most of you just kind of shrug about it. I'm not, I don't understand why I can't see any, uh, oh, hey, I do see, look at that, there are comments. <laughs> So, our gut was telling us that something really crazy happened here. We've never seen anything like the Trump spectacle. We've never seen stadiums filled up repeatedly one time after the other. We've never seen political events in this state where the stadium is filled and there's a sea of thousands and thousands of people outside, tens of thousands. We've never seen anything like it. We've never seen people flash mob 100-mile-long trails of cars with flags for a political candidate on our freeways. 100 miles, just spontaneously. Never seen anything like it. I've never seen so many political flags up. And let me tell you, 
I know of two Biden flags in this town, and I can tell you we can go driving and we'll see a thousand in the afternoon. Who is still talking about an election six months later? Something has happened, and our guts are telling us something's wrong. You look at the feckless, sour leadership that we have running in Washington right now. I'm sure this video is going to get taken down. And you know something is amiss. You see the money that's been spent by a large Asian country with a red flag with a hammer and sickle on it and some stars. You know those guys have spent inordinate amounts of cash bribing Americans. Here's what we know about politicians. They're super bribable. They're so bribable, bribes are illegal, and they've come up with legal ways to bribe. Political action committees, super PACs, re-election campaign funds, prosperity for America funds, prosperity for our mission funds, save America funds, the American Way Fund. Those are all ways to take bribes, folks. We have the most corrupt government on planet Earth. There is no more corrupt government. Venezuela is not more corrupt. They're really straightforward about what they're up to. Venezuela is not corrupt. Russia's not corrupt. It's a bunch of oligarchs. They're really straightforward. It's, it's, it's pretty obvious. I'll tell you who's corrupt. The people who are telling you it's they're playing fair and they're not. That's corruption. Dictators aren't corrupt. They're just telling you how it is. That's my take on it anyways. So our government has been bought and sold. And they don't want to fix anything. And when's the last time you heard about somebody getting in trouble for malfeasance in our government? It almost never happens. We saw the wholesale use of the FBI and CIA to unseat a sitting president. Nobody did a thing about it. Not a goddamn thing. Not an attorney general, not Congress, not anybody. So what's going on down here is we have numerous soft indicators and numerous hard indicators that there's been uh, something, there's been an error. We started looking at data sets. They started looking at data sets and they found some huge errors in the data sets. They found that they're, they sent out X number of mail-in ballots and they sent out lots of them. And there were 78,000 more mail-in ballots sent in than were sent out. Now, this election was supposedly won by the Biden administration by less than 11,000 votes. It was 10,000 and change votes. We have one set of data on one type of vote. There's absentee voting. There's early voting. There's live voting. There's the military votes to come in, then there was the mail-in ballots. And on and on one of the five, and, and then there's um, death and reporting, uh, so, so people who've voted and, and expired. Uh, this happens a lot of different ways. Maybe a family member fills it in for them because they know who they really wanted. They talked about it the last year, and 
They fill in a form and send it in. Sometimes it's just people saying, well, I want my vote to count more, and they just send in dead grandma's vote. There's a lot of reasons it happens. There's people who vote. Uh, they move. They vote with their mail-in ballot, and they vote where they are now. There's a lot of that that's gone on. And the thing is, it all matters in, uh, you know, a six or eight million person state when the vote was only, you know, had a differential of less than 11,000 votes. Now, just the mail-in ballots alone, just the mail-in, the COVID ballots, I call them the COVID ballots. These are the same people, the sky is falling, Y2K fear. They're scared about that. They're scared about everything. They're scared about everything. Remember how they made fun of Mitt Romney for saying the Russians were our adversaries? They made fun of him for that. And then immediately, when 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 uh, Trump is elected, the Russians, everything, there's a Russian lurking behind every corner. Every leprechaun's got a Russian behind him. Every four-leaf clover is held by a Russian. We have one voting error. One. That's determinable. It's way bigger than the margin by which supposedly the election was won. Now, we're down here in Arizona scratching our head going, hey, the down ballot split from the up ballot. Something happened. What the, what the fuck happened down here? We don't have any idea. Well, they've been doing this audit. Now, let me tell you, if they'd have done the audit with all those volunteers, and it's hundreds of thousand dollars to rent out the facility uh, down there, if they'd have done the vote and it came back and it was pretty damn close, guess what would have happened? Their volunteers wouldn't have wanted to keep coming back and everyone would kind of shrug and said, shrug, yep, he really won. They stopped and said, okay, wait a minute, let's recount. He wasn't like, well, it can't be right, let's recount. They did another recount. And then they did another one. Now they're canvassing. That means they're going out and talking. They're doing a sample canvassing. They're taking votes that have been counted. They have a name and a signature. And they're saying, did you make this vote? Is this you? Just doing some random sampling. Um, it's a lot of work. Would you go through and do all of that if the vote was really goddamn close and it was just kind of working out the way it was reported? Or would you do all that because... Uh, I think it was Ken Bennett and a couple other people. They put their reputations on the line to do a recount and be in charge of it and be the liaison. And you, you, you put your life on hold and you do this thing and you will look like a fool if it's done wrong. These people are risking their whole reputations here locally. Do you think you do all of this because you don't like the outcome of the election? Or do you think you do this, you find something out and say, okay, time to build our case because we're going to be ridiculed and look ridiculous if we don't make this rock solid, completely watertight. That is what's going on. They're building a case right now. A, a huge crime was committed, and they're building a case. Do you know how many people it takes to take stacks of ballots and run them through a machine? And sway 10,000 votes. Let's say a stack of votes is a thousand. And you pull them out of the bottom of the machine while no one's looking. And you just enter them all again. All you have to do is one person do that 10 times. Maybe you could do it in a few hours in one evening. Or, you know, they got all these routers. And they got all these 
Wi-Fi passwords and router passwords. The only reason you have Wi-Fi and router passwords is everything's connected to the internet. Somebody could have monkeyed with the votes. Who would want not Donald Trump to win internationally? Who's really good at hacking? I'm just saying, just positing an idea. I have no proof that this happened. So one rogue person could change the outcome of the election that's so close. That's, that really wasn't close. But you do it just enough to win. And they did just enough. So let's do a little extra. Boom. All right, we win. How long did it take? It took till 8 o'clock in the morning the next day. <laughs> so we're pretty sure that happened. It is hard to find anybody in this town who thinks the election was square. Now, you can always find people who have their head up their ass. I talked to uh, Democrats who have their head up their ass and they go, oh, was, this is all just made up. And they're, and they're reporting what CNN said. They're saying exactly what you hear on CNN. And then you talk to civically minded people who actually participate in politics and are plugged in. They're not just uh, casual observers. And they go, yeah, something's wrong. We know something's wrong. Something's bad. It's not right. That's not just, these are not, these are not like these, uh, these aren't like big, uh, big old fat hillbillies that belong to the militia. These are folks I know driving Audis and BMWs and driving Ford F-250s and, you know, like regular, normal, not fringe people okay I'm not saying they're any better or any worse but they're not fringe they're not conspiracy weirdos they're not wearing tinfoil on their head in the bathroom you know masturbating as uh, ursa major rises rises these are folks that are plugged in they have employees are running companies they have a vested interest in the country doing well and they participate in politics and they're like yeah something's wrong something happened and we all know it we all feel it and when the press has been so wrong for, for so long, for the last four years, we've seen them twist the truth. And you've seen the same fools, Don Lamont, Anderson Cooper, uh, uh, what's his name, Chris uh, Cuomo. You see the same morons repeating the same stuff gleefully. It almost has to be. It's impossible they are all that right. They've been wrong for four years. Now all of a sudden they're collectively perfectly right. Marching in tempo, saying sentences almost word for word identical to each other. It's almost like they're on script. It is impossible the down ballot split the way it did. It is numerically impossible Joe Biden gets 99% of a county. Impossible. It's impossible he gets 99% of a segment or a group or a batch of votes reporting. Yes, well, the mail-in people, you know, they were the most afraid of COVID. Those were all Democrats. So it's 99% Joe Biden supporters. Bullshit. Is it possible for an election, for an elected official to get 100% of the vote? It is possible in some strange universe. Is it probable? No. It's highly improbable. So highly improbable, I'd bet fortunes on it. So... There's clearly been something amok. Everybody knows it, and everybody's looking, and everybody's listening, because everybody wants to see what happens. Now, it's not chicanery, or we wouldn't have had 15 other state legislatures down here observing it. It's just not being reported. Why? Nobody wants to carry this narrative. Are the fences still up in Washington, D.C. today? Does anybody know? I believe they are. I believe the fences in Washington, D.C. are still up. 
Does anybody want to gander why? My guess is the reason the fences are up in Washington, D.C. is because they know they didn't win. They know it. They didn't believe it initially, but as the evidence mounts, you will see them get painted into a corner. Greg's predictions. For those of you who knew Johnny Carson. Greg's predictions. The evidence will mount across many states. There are a bunch of people waiting on pins and needles in the inner circles of politics across this country, in swing states in particular, waiting to see what happens with the Arizona audit. And then they want to see how we conduct ourselves with our electoral uh, votes that went to Congress, went to the Senate, and were ratified. And they don't know how to unring the bell. And there may be no way to unring the bell. But what happens to democracy if guys like me that are super vested in this country, I'm vehemently anti, uh, uh, I don't believe in any conspiracy theories at all. Because I think people are too stupid, and I think people can't keep a secret. Just in general, I just don't observationally believe you can have much of a conspiracy. I think there's something much darker at play. I don't think Jesus did or God's involved or any silliness like that. And I don't think it's on purpose to teach us a lesson. I think when a group of people cheat long enough and you make them mad enough by by marginalizing their power for a few years, they will do anything to get back into power. The day after the election, there was a body laying on the ground called Donald Trump. And we walked up and we looked down at the corpse of his election and said... Hmm, this wasn't natural causes. We looked down and said, Hmm, there's footprints all over the place. And you're saying it was suicide, but there's three bullets in him. <laughs> That's what happened. We caught him red-handed. It's just like that story. If I can't remember the comedian. He says, oh, I got caught cheating. I got caught cheating by a girlfriend. I was mid-coitus, and I got caught cheating. I was mid-coitus lying, saying, it ain't her, it ain't me. I remember that. I can't remember the comedian. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. They are mid-coitus denying and calling us crazy for saying, hey, what's going on over there? That, that doesn't seem right. Now, honest brokers like myself, let's say I make a product, and the product has got a problem. I don't obfuscate and stiff arm everybody. I say, send it in. Let me look at it. Let's get, I mean, let's get to the bottom of it because my name's on everything and I can't obfuscate. I can't blame anybody else. We've got a problem right now. We've got some knives that went out and the coating is coming off of them. And, uh, you know, I can't blame everybody else. You know, what happens is a batch of several hundred parts goes into an autoclave at a coatings facility and they put this really sophisticated coating on it. And if there's contamination like some of the compound from our tumbling process is in a little crack on one, a little crevice on one of the counterbores on a knife, it contaminates the environment. And what we didn't know is it fouls two or three knives immediately. And then you inspect the batch and they all look good. 
And what we didn't know is it actually contaminates 97 other parts. It contaminates every part in the batch. And it contaminates each part less as you go across the chamber from where the contamination was. Well, what am I going to do? Blame everybody? It's on me. My name's on it. So I'm like, hey, send it in. If, if we've got delamination, I'll take care of it. No problem. It's on me. What can I do? People that are honest brokers want the light of day on what's happened. And people that want to sh shuffle it back and move along. If you just won by a razor thin margin and you want to stop anyone. Now, winning by a razor thin margin is one thing. Winning by a razor thin margin while no one's looking, when people accuse you of chicanery, that's another thing. So if you win by a razor thin margin, you say, yeah. Play the rewind. Mic drop. I don't. I, I won. Go ahead. Take a look. That's what you do. You don't go, no, not me. No, no, no. Don't do that. That's. They're obfuscating because they're lying. They got caught and they're going to lie just like everybody lies when they get caught. Almost everybody lies like a motherfucker when they get caught and they're lying about it. Now, listen, the best thing that could happen and. You know, President Trump said this in a group that I was at a couple weeks ago, and I've been saying this for quite some time now. The best thing that could possibly happen is the Democrats, instead of being a bunch of stiff-arming, obstruction cuntbags, if they would have just said, hey, listen, this was a clean election. If you want to do a recount, you pay for it, but we're going to sit in on it. Let's all watch, and let's see how the numbers come down. And you do a recount, and at the end, you go, Okay, getting on with life. Stop accusing us of cheating. We're not. We won. But that's not what they're doing. They're suing. They're violating subpoenas. They're refusing to give information. And they have a disinformation campaign organized from the head of the Arizona Democratic Party going on across this state, across this nation. We're the front line, Arizona, for if elections matter in this country moving forward for a century. Does your vote matter? The only thing that keeps guys like me hinged with our wheels on the rails, our train on the tracks, is that every two and four years, we get to go down and fire somebody and hire somebody. That's it. And if that's not true, why am I paying my taxes? Why am I doing this? You're just a totalitarian regime, a politburo like the Soviet Union. Why should I give two shits? The reality is, if you lie about vaccines and you lie about them to get people to participate in them and you're supported by the vaccine manufacturer who has no liability and uh, you put out conflicting information about them, you lose the public's trust. And when you lose the public's trust, they stiff arm you on everything. When the government lies enough, we stop needing or wanting the government. Now listen, I'm not a separatist or an abolitionist. I believe in roads, and highways, and schools. I believe in battleships, aircraft carriers, a military. I believe in an interstate travel infrastructure, something that regulates commerce internationally and interstate. I, I believe in all those things, and I want all those things. 
And what's going on now has nothing to do with any of that. Do I want the federal government coming in and doing anything? The answer is almost nothing. They're good at almost nothing. I'll tell you a quick anecdote. Several years ago, I had an employee come. It was a very brief employee. It was less than 30 days. On his 30-day review, uh, he had called CPS on Amy and uh, me for allowing our children to walk around in the factory on breaks from school. He had um, he had started a lot of trouble. He had gotten caught watching pornography uh, in, in, in the shop. and had been reprimanded about numerous things. Worked for a lot of other companies, also ensued them. He came in for his 30-day review, and he had sabotaged a tool, and we all knew it happened. And I sat him down and said, listen, I go, I'm not sure how to proceed forward with you. I feel like our trust has been violated. And uh, I said, uh, you know, I need you to, he made these complaints that we were polluting hexavalent chrome, which is impossible in our process. He made some crazy, bogus, impossible claims. We immediately called Test America to have the property tested. I'm very proactive about that kind of stuff. And uh, he walked out of the meeting and said that I had fired him, which I hadn't. I had given him two specific letters saying I was addressing his grievances. He also said we weren't giving out pay stubs, and we weren't. Uh, they go in employees' files, and they could look at them online. And the reason we didn't give out pay stubs is we held them as half the time guys come in and say, hey, can I get my pay stubs? I'm going to go buy a car, house, apartment, whatever. I need some pay stubs. And they don't have them. So we have them. We pull them out. Boom. They're there. We want to see the pay stubs anytime. Boom. You can look at them online anytime. Boom. No problem. I said, hey, we've addressed that. This is not true. And this is impossible. We're going to do testing just to make you feel better. Within one hour, I was served by the National Labor Review Board of him walking out of the building. Within one hour, they'd come after me. And there's nothing I could do. And you need an attorney because they're all attorneys. They're working for free and they're coming after you. Didn't matter if it was true. Didn't matter if they had proof. All that matters is you're going to go before some National Labor Review Board, some basically a, a union. You're going to go before a union court. And that's the federal government getting involved. So the EPA comes out, Environmental Protection Agency comes out to do an inspection because this guy had said I was putting hexavalent chrome. Now, hexavalent chrome, for those of you who don't know, he was the Aaron Brockovich chemical that was used in making, uh, using um, uh, hot forming inconel to make cooling tubes for nuclear reactors. And he said because we were cutting chromium steel, D2 and stainless steel that had chromium in it, that we were polluting the environment with a water jet. We were cold working it. Thought we were, we were, we were creating hexavalent chrome. So the EPA came out and I had to pay for samples. And I talked with the EPA investigator and I said, man, I go, uh, I'm just, you know, this isn't a, uh, let me tell you what happened. I told the guy the whole story. I gave him the test results from Test America. He said, yeah, he goes, this is just a pissed off employee. I said, I know. I said, uh, how, is that, does that happen very often? He goes, oh, all the time. And I go, well, what do you mean all the time? And he goes, well, he goes, I've been with the EPA, and I think he told me 12 years or 14 years. And he says, I've never really been involved in a real case. Now, this is a guy from the government. Of course, I said, well, you seem like a really nice guy. Why would you ever do that? Why don't you quit and get a real fucking job? He said he has a great retirement. He, he couldn't walk away from that. That's the government getting involved. People talk about the EPA and they're just, 
they're ignorant about it. They don't know what it actually does. It's implementation versus its ideology are two entirely different things. So we don't want the government involved at any level. I want the government constrained and small, like in the Constitution. I don't want it having power unless it's expressly written in the Constitution. And anything that's not expressly written in the Constitution falls within the purview of the state's rights. I don't want them coming here telling us how to do elections. I don't want them coming here. You know, there's a bunch of squishy areas. See, in the 1950s, there were some hillbilly states that were not letting people of color vote. They were making it hard to get a license, so they couldn't vote. That was going on. But that was, you know, 60 years ago, 70 years ago. They're using an argument like we're in the post-Civil War Reconstruction era. That's not what's going on. Nobody's stopping people of color from getting licenses anymore. Unless they can't prove who they are. I mean, you've got to have some proof. You can't, you don't, you don't have to prove who you are to vote. That's the argument they're having right now. You need your driver's license to fly in an airplane. You need your driver's license to buy cigarettes. You need your driver's license to buy alcohol. You need your driver's license to drive. And they don't want you to need your driver's license to vote. Does that sound like people who want the light of day on elections? Does that sound like people who want things to be clear and defined? Does that sound like people who are are actually interested in justice? They're doing the opposite of what they say all the time. They're out for social justice So to get that, they want no justice or accountability. Anyone can vote. Anyone's an American. All you have to do is be here. You should be able to vote. It's insane. Arizona did not vote Democrat. I'm telling you right now, folks. I bet the shirt off my back on it. Arizona did not vote Democrat. We didn't. They can lie and say, oh, Republican ran a bad, ran a bad campaign. The multiple combat tour fighter pilot, A-10 female, trailblazing, you know, gender role model of women, was beaten by a goddamn acute harpy. And then pushed out by Mark Kelly, who nobody knows up here in Maricopa County. Anyway, uh... I just wanted to throw that out there. I've had people pinging me, and I had another person ping me, and I said, well, I'm going to tell you my two cents on the election. Let me go in and say hello to some folks. Okay, I'll take a show on that one. Thanks, Mark. Oh, let's see here. Oh, boy, there's a lot of comments. There's a bunch of you guys. Semper Fi to you jarheads out there. Mark Douglas, what's going on, man? Orange man disrupting the con. You are right about that. It's it's corrupt beyond imagining. Uh, you should see hippie land here. Mike Flamian, where are you? Are you out in California? Uh, what's up, Mr. Medford? Sorry for the interruption, but I've not seen the man himself live before. Hey, man, I'm here. It's just a dude talking. Lake Havasu will be the new capital of the USA. That's pretty funny. 
Oh, that's pretty funny. You and Trump need to run for president. You know, I'd like to run with his son. Casper. Yeah, something is happening. Our government is done. I'm from Tennessee. I feel the pain. Uh, jail for a bunch of people. The only people in jail are the folks who walk through the Capitol building. Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, Mark is clearly a fan. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Hope you do well out there. Uh, Arizona bounds are farked. They ripped it so bad. Slake. I don't know what that means. The last election was a hoax. I'm just reading comments here, sports fans. Medford 2024, would love to. Uh, let's see what else we got. They will not show the evidence. Chris Howard, you might be right. Man, a lot of comments. It's funny how many things get... Old Mill Pete, you can suck a bag of dicks. Elections aren't legit anymore. I think democracy is dead. Yeah, that's true. Old Old Mill Pete, why are you here? You just a troll? I wonder if Old Mill Pete's just a, a Chinese bot. You guys believe any damn thing. What's your IQ below 70? You can get a fat, get a check for that. I'm, I'm not sure what Chris Howard's saying here. Yeah, Chris, this is what Chris is making a point here. And uh, I guess for everybody who's the two people that are watching, this is the point. Chris, and I've been seeing this for a long time. If they did the recount and it was really close, they would have said it was really close. Folks, here's what we came up with, plus the plus or minus the margin of error counting, and all is good. It's okay. It worked out. And you know what? I'd be like, sweet. <laughs> I'm tired of fucking hearing about it. Let's get back to business. But I'll tell you what, getting cheating, getting cheated out of the championship is different than losing the championship. And the reason so many of us are holding on is not because we're sore losers. I played sports reasonably high level, comfortable losing. I mean, I don't like it, but I'm comfortable with it. I'm familiar with it. I'm okay with it. I don't like it. But getting cheated is a whole nother thing. If you've ever maybe gotten hit by somebody and you didn't hit them back and it happened 25 years ago and it roils you and if you think about it, you get worked up and need to go take a couple of breaths and calm down and have a beer, you know what I'm talking about. The whole point of this whole thing is that this is the most important thing that's ever happened in our modern history. If fully 45% of America think an election was frauded or there was fraud, marginal, or gross fraud to change the outcome, democracy is over. The illusion just hasn't faded yet. That's the point. What's the point of working your ass off if your next door neighbor can rob a bank and no one does anything about it? What's the point of working hard? The reason guys like me are still talking about this 
and for what's this dumb person's name there's a we have a dumb person in here it's either a troll or a butt old mill pete the reason we're still talking about it old mill pete is if 45% of America thinks they were swindled and no one's even willing to look and no one's willing to uh, uh, report on facts that are coming out everywhere, which makes it look more and more suspect and suspicious. Democracy is over. It is the point. Donald Trump said something a couple days ago. He said, he says, look, I could take the loss. He goes, I got things to do. I got buildings to build. My family, my business, I got things to do. He goes, I can take a loss. Because he goes, politics isn't all I do. I'm not like these losers. I've, I've got plenty to do. What I can't take is a cheat. He said, and it's not just for me. He goes, how many Republicans will go out in the rain? How many Republicans will go out in the sleet or the snow or the mud? or the long drive, if they begin to feel like their vote doesn't matter anymore because it's just going to get cheated away. He says, whether or not I ever run again, we have to do audits. We have to find out what happened. And we have to. If it's wrong, we have to make it right. Because if we don't, we've just disenfranchised half the republic. Now, if you're a liberal and you think that's pablum, you're a fucking moron. What if half your company loses faith in the company? What if half your family decides to no longer honor the family? Shit breaks down and doesn't work. Most Democrats really can't, couldn't handle the apocalypse. So you guys should be really happy that we're all satisfied taking a loss. But you ought to make sure it's clean. Because if you cheat us, we're the side that's got skills. I mean, are you kidding me? Some more comments. Chris Howard. Chris, I'm not sure if your comment meant I have an IQ below 70 or if anybody who believes the election was accurate, their IQ is below 70. Um, let's see. Yeah, the media is the big culprit here. The media is definitely the culprit. Dragged down. Oh, yes. I got some guys here that are just as mad as me, apparently. Oh, yeah. Old Mill Pete is just a cunt. <laughs> He's a cunt. What are you going to do? China's given the most favored nation. Yeah, there's guys talking about most favored nation status. Wow, there's a lot of comments. The comments. I must have touched the nerve with a couple of you. There's some, there's some funny shit in here, too. Message deleted by Medford Knife and Tool. I, I didn't delete any message there, Don Kansas. I don't know what it said. I, I still didn't delete anything. Oh. Yeah, Don, you're a retard. I'm one of the highest paying knife manufacturers in the country. We pay higher than manufacturing in every segment that we're in. If he cared about his company, he'd try and he he would try to sell nice and pay his employees more money. Is this Don Canvas a Chinese bot? I sell more nice? <laughs> so funny. He wants to risk all the employees' families by talking shit. Well, I'm not talking shit, Don. This is just 
talking about the election a little bit. I don't know if this is talking shit. I think it's just talking. Don Kansas. Oh, a lot of people are. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't donate. I didn't delete any of this. He's, I mean, he's a retard, clearly. Don, leave. Why the fuck are you going on and on show? Fantastic. That's all. Uh, thanks, Slake. I was driving. Oh, okay. So that's Devil Dog. Jason, thanks. John's there. Don, I think Don is a Chinese bot. His name's Don Kansas, which is the perfect name that the Chinese would come up with to bot into a conversation when we bag on China a little bit. Don Kansas, deleted. I guess these are all deleted. I didn't, I didn't even get to see. Don, you're a dipshit. Shut your mouth. No one here wants to hear from your dribble. That's pretty funny. Don, you're wasting your time. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to move on. Watch out, Greg. Pelosi, Don, is going to try and impeach you next. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, wow. Guys, there's so many comments. I must have clicked on a nerve. Okay, listen. I'm going to wrap things up. I just want to tell you guys, I want to thank you for stopping in. Um, I'm going to be doing these chats with awesome video and sound quality so it feels like we're a little more together. And, uh, you know, uh, Don, uh, a.k.a. Ching Li, a.k.a. Xi Jinping, they haven't listened in enough to know that I kind of bag on the left and right pretty equally, uh, but stupid is just stupid. And theft is theft. And uh, you can't cover theft neutrally. It happened. And now we all have to choose whether we do something about it or not. I think the caterwauler the Democrats are making in Washington about the storming of the Capitol, uh, I think the caterwauler they're making is disingenuous. If Trump wanted to tear down Washington, all he would have had to do is snap his fingers. I think they're trying to whoop up another impeachment because I think they sniff him on the horizon coming back to crush them. I think if you're a rhino Republican and you're with the establishment, you need to check your morals and you need to look in the mirror because we're coming for you. I don't mean physically, not as a threat. I mean, as a threat, we're going to get you unelected. We're going to kick you out of office and we're going to send you out with your political tail between your leg with shame. If you're a Democrat who's voting for these Marxist policies, this gender dystopia that you all advocate, this theft of our children's good and common sense, we're coming for you too. We're coming you, coming at you with our ideas, we're coming with our strategy, and we're coming at you with our philosophy, and we're going to win. Because you're Marxist, leftist, better dead than red thinking, should be in the dustbin of history. It should not be here fouling up the greatest nation that's ever existed. We are the greatest people because we claimed our right from God, not from the king. We have more patents and more innovation, more individuality, creativity, and culture that we've thrust upon the world, some good, some bad, than any other culture in all human history. We have raised the level of living for more people on this planet than any group has ever endeavored to do. Nothing is free. There's entropy. There's a cost for the exchange of energy. There has never been a people more willing to risk its young men and women, its blood and its treasure, to try and make the world a better place. 
Sometimes it's for oil, just like it is for everybody else. Sometimes it's for benefit, just like it is for everybody else. And sometimes it's just to help a a neighbor out. We've been the best neighbors as a nation the world's ever seen. We've opened our doors to more people than any planet, than any uh, nation on this planet has ever done. We are the greatest nation because we don't believe something the best. We always think we can do better. And, And we're the greatest nation because we're willing to try. When Europe wrings its hands in indecision, the Merkels and the Blairs and the and the French and everybody else wringing their hands, what do we do? We send ships, we, sh- we send our young men and women. Don't believe what they're saying out there. The greatest country that's ever existed, still filled with the best people. Do you know why we're the best people? Because there's a big segment of us that aren't sheep and we revolt. That's why we're the best. Because everybody else does what the government says. Let me ask you a question. The great evil presented for the last 75 years has been the Nazis. Do you think in this country you could round up 6 million Jews and 6 million political dissidents and just undesirables and kill them because it was because someone said so? Do you think that could happen here? Now, people are going to, with hyperbole, say it could. It's happening now. No, it's not. It couldn't happen here because we break the rules. It's the American rock and roll, surfer, break the rules to do the right thing attitude that's in every one of us. It's a mile wide. Well, it's in 45% of us, and that's enough. That's why we're the greatest. Not because we make the greatest cars. And not because we're really maybe the greatest in anything. We're the greatest because we will break step with totalitarians. We will break step with regimes and individuals that do the right thing over the group always. I guess I'll leave you with that positive thought on this happy Thursday. I'm going to drive home. The sun finally poked its head out and uh, see if the water's got my sunroof shorting out.